mental health. Mental health wasn't a term that was used often when I was a young man growing up in the 90s, but it's become a lot more common, and I think it's a great thing. My guest this week is one of the bravest, most interesting gentlemen that I've ever met, honestly. My guest this week has bipolar disorder, and he decided to come on my platform and just kind of take you along his journey. I'm not going to talk too much here, but at the end of this episode, or more than likely another episode, I have an audio recording that my guest actually did while he was having one of his biggest breakdowns. He had the wherewithal to record himself. Um, and I want to let you guys know it could be a little triggering to some people, but I want to give a shout out to my guests. Thank you. And everybody, I hope you, anybody that has somebody that has a mental disorder or deals with anxiety or depression or schizophrenia and the list goes down, there's a lot of help out there for you. And I really hope you guys um, find that help. So check it out, UG. Let's go. One, two, three. What's good, everybody? It is your man, Iron Imp, a.k.a. Flo Rogan, now also known as Scarlet Bro Handsome. And I'm here with a special guest, super special guest, second time in the black and red room, but the first time you're going to hear from him, my man, Dante Blackman. Welcome back, man. Um, I'm going to let you do the talking. But before you do, I want to give a shout out to Omni Backpacks. You can charge your phone up. You can charge all your devices up. Let me put it down because that's not good camera work. But you can charge all your devices. It comes with a port that you can charge a portable battery to that connects to your devices on the outside so you can always be connected, always charge your phone. I'll send a link at the bottom. You can get 20% off mathematically. I don't know what that means. I don't do math, but 20% off any purchase. So, Omni Backpack. Word. Word. <laughs> so, yo, thank you, brother. So, Dante, floor is yours. Why are you here? Well, why you got me here? Because you got a story to tell. <laughs> Yeah, and the true. fact that you have a story to tell and the story that you are going to tell requires such a level of bravery and, um, I guess, self-awareness. Very much so, definitely. That, I mean, damn, why not have you on? So, stage is yours, brother. I'm going to sit back and just watch. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Well, um, okay, let's let's start. My, my birth name is Wendell. Um, Wendell Blackman, and uh, I'm about to tell you the story of why I like to go by the name Dante due to the fact that I, well, it starts like this. In um, in 2001, I was uh, was, was actually diagnosed with uh, bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. The the onset of it, uh, I'm going to paint the picture the best I can for for my for my friend Eric that okay. I've known since uh, Stony Brook College and uh, for the audience here. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, I was 19. I was a sophomore in um, the first university school I was going to. That was uh, William Patterson University in uh, Wayne, New Jersey, and I was loving it. And when I say I was loving it, I was even able, I had the opportunity to be there like a a month almost two months prior before school opened because I had I had, I had the opportunity to be a freshman orientator. Cool. As a sophomore, right? Okay. So, um, you know, I was getting paid from doing that. I was, you know, meeting meeting freshmen and, and showing them around the school. And the reason why I have a smile on my face. Yeah, because that, look, that looks a little corrupt. 
<laughs> the, the reason why I was smile my face is because I was, you know, able to meet a lot of freshmen, quote unquote, fresh meat. Sure. Um, All of the fresh meat. No, no, no. But like, you know, listen, I, I was 19. Sorry. Um, at this, uh, at the same time, I was, you know, I was at the time I was majoring in, um, in communications. Okay. I, I found it to be a, a profound uh, major at the time. All right. um, I was learning how to do public speaking and um, just different right speeches and everything like that. Um, I'm I'm giving you a I'm painting the story like that because, um, not only was I a freshman orientator, but I I, I real I started to realize that I my I was becoming a lot more my my attitude and my I started to like feel as though I was coming out of a certain shell that I never knew I was in before in the first place. Do you mean kind of like how we sort of recreate ourselves out of high school? Yes. Sort of? okay. Yeah. And I didn't get I, that till after college. Yeah, like was it was, but it was, but it was a, it was a different, like a quote unquote weird uh, feeling that I had never felt before. It was ongoing, and the best way I describe it is that um, I felt I started to feel extremely creative. Okay, uh, create in a creative way in ways that I'd never even experienced before. This is this was no, I wasn't taking any drugs. Right, I wasn't like a, a drinker or anything. I just was just having a lot of ideas that I was able to focus on and work with. I was very. Um, I felt extremely brave with a lot of not with just not with just uh, the way I spoke with uh, with with people, but especially women. The fresh meat, right? Yeah, yeah. So wait, I'm sorry. Before you even go on to that, this wasn't you in high school. No, not this kind of confidence. Okay, not this, not this sheer sheer will and confidence. And another thing that I was noticing is that I didn't require much sleep. I okay. felt as though. There were many, many nights where I felt I had like maybe three, maybe max four hours sleep, and I got, I woke up feeling fine, and like like I could just keep going. And I, I did find it odd, but I was like, okay, you just, just running off. That's, was, that's crazy. I was just and I was doing well with school. I, the first the first job was a freshman orientator. I was doing that for the first two months before school started. Yeah, and then I got a job. Behind uh, the uh, the student, what's what do you call that that the, the main build the student center yeah. building? Mm-hmm. And I also got a job. I was working like I worked like two and a half jobs in a matter of um, cause I, I I got to the school in the beginning of July. Yeah, and I was working two and a half jobs uh, doing all that and be, being really creative for my school. I was doing really well with schoolwork. So you was a superstar on two hours of, of sleep, like, three hours of sleep, max four hours. Yeah. Yeah, on a, on a good night five, but it was usually the average was like four hours sleep, and I knew there was something off with it, but I just kept on going. I was like, I don't okay. I thought it was something that that I was just that kind of like God bless me with like yeah. this creativity, and right. I was even and there were even times I remember this is one distinct time because I um even though I wanted to play football in the past, I, I didn't have the opportunity to do so because I had a um, I had a back issue. That's also important okay. to the story as well. I had back surgery at seventeen. When I was a junior in high school, yikes! I used to have I used to have scoliosis. Okay, my spine was like a curve like this. Yeah, yeah. So they strained it out with the um with the, some some kind of titanium rod, mm-hmm. and the surgery was a, was a huge huge. That sounds that sounds incredibly painful though. Well, they put me under the sleep and everything. All right, I was so you good. Were All right. Yeah, I was good, and I recovered. <laughs> I recovered fairly well too, really quick. But that's important to the story as well with the whole back thing. Um, you know. Uh, I want to say long story short, but as I keep going, like those even times, the reason why I mentioned the whole football thing, because I remember this this one time distinctly. There's this one guy. He was, I think, he might have been like either junior or senior, and he was, you know, bigger than me. But he just had like this audacity that I didn't like, and 
Yeah. And that asshole. Yeah, it's kind of like asshole confidence. Yeah, it was a real asshole confidence. College thug. Yeah, and it was. I remember this this one time that I was working behind the by the by what's it called the the desk the front desk by the when in my building that I was working that I lived in the building I was living in was called the North Tower. Okay, it's called the North Tower because it was one of the highest buildings, and and I also lived on the highest floor, so you could like I was able to see I was able to see a view. A, a really great view of New York, which was which oh, comes that's pretty into, dope. Yeah, which comes into to play later on, especially when I talk about nine eleven. I'm sure it comes into play when you were, um, you know, orientating a freshman. Oh yes, that's romantic. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when I was nineteen, I had my first threesome and everything like that. I so. am forty one and have never had one, and probably won't. So good for you. <laughs> I mean, cheers, so, cheers, bro. Is what I mean. It is what it is. I'm forty one now. So. Savage, you're savage. Yeah, bro. yes, I can be. It's, Parents of. William Patterson University around that time, your daughters was looking over New York City <laughs> with know, the with the black men. <laughs> I was becoming a savage around that time, and and the savage was the savageness was even like being portrayed towards this one guy at one point because he was yeah yeah this guy. There was, this is one this is one chick that I, I we were I guess we were both like competing over, but like he said some he said some real smart slick shit when I was working behind a desk. Mm-hmm. Because the, the the chick was she was just like having a conversation with me, yeah, and it was going nice and everything. He said some slick shit, and me, um, after after this this is all this happened after nine eleven, and I had to backtrack and tell you about what sure. happened nine eleven a little later. Emotions were, were were pretty like high at at after that happened, right? And I'll get into that in a second. But the re, but I mentioned that because at one point he said he was saying some shit. I can't remember what it was, but it ticked me off so much. That I grabbed my nearest textbook mm-hmm. and I threw it at him, <laughs> and I threw it at him, and I'm never gonna forget because I always said to myself if I was, if I was a quarterback, I probably would have hit him dead in the head because yeah. I just I just lunged it at him. So you do it, it like Zach Wilson? It, yeah, it, 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 went, it, it went like right across. No, it did. No, it, it went close. It went okay. close. It went like right across his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like he's like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Yo, what? The, you, you tell me what the fuck?" Because like, because he just got. A, right. I was like, "Yo, your fucking attitude is like get on my fucking nerves." You know, you just—I don't know what what it is with you. You think I'm like because just just going small, then you think I'm like afraid yeah, of you. you know, he's like I stepped to him. Too. I stepped to him like yeah, in yeah. a way I never stepped to anybody bigger than me before. My like guy. I didn't give a shit. My guy. Yeah, and I, I was I was even a little surprised that I did it. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I just As was he. Yeah, <laughs> I was a little surprised that I did it. But long story short, like I, I kind of I guess we I after that moment we didn't we didn't fight no swings, but we kind of had like a a, a, a certain. Underlying respect for each other yeah, after that. Well, point. he knew he couldn't punk you, and you know why? Because for some of the younger people, I don't know what schools have now, mm-hmm. but our textbooks used to be the size of this damn roadcaster right here. Yeah, right? it probably didn't help with your scoliosis. Them damn books. <laughs> real talk. Real <laughs> That's talk. Real talk. Real so talk. yeah, continue, bro. Yeah, so real talk. But like, long story short, with that, I mean, I did end up getting to check the, like the day after, the night, the night after. So Ooh. I felt good about that. <laughs> So you got top on the top. I floor. felt really good about that. Good uh, for you. Yeah, but on you probably on, turned it on, bro. It did. Oh, you savage! <laughs> I wasn't even trying. I wasn't even trying to. I was just got so annoyed with this, like yeah, his yeah. fuckery. She probably, she probably didn't like him either. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's just I was just a more like just down a level, you know, dude. But I still had a confidence, but it wasn't right. like an overbearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Confidence. Moral of the story, young men, throw a book at a dude. Hey, he did that. Oh, yeah. That motherfucker. Excuse me. That oh, yeah. was. I said it again. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even get to like use my little my little button on yeah, it. Yeah, so my apologies. My That's apologies. all right. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that one I might actually. Yeah. Take out. So um, <laughs> let me just let me just like focus on on the serious part real quick. The ninja. So, so 
the reason why I uh, mentioned 9-11 and give you guys backstory of the uh, the building I was in called the North Tower, one of the highest buildings mm-hmm. in the, on the campus. I remember that day. I'm never going to forget that day, Tuesday, 9-11, 2001. Um, started as a fairly normal day, and then there's people... There's people like saying, watch the news, watch the news. It's like something happened at the World Trade Center. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's like watching the news, not going to class. And I was even, I was. I remember this, there was one girl, she was like, look, it's it's burning, it's burning. Like those, there was sort of like the smoke. She was pointing in real time, not even on TV. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. Was, and then like a lot of people were just like by the window. Everyone was just kind of panicking because sure. not. I, don't, I didn't have a cell phone. I had a pager at that time. People were um, just were just trying to <laughs> old bro. Yeah, who said a pager? <laughs> yeah, and I was like I said, I was in the Jersey skyline. I, I was in New Jersey. Yeah, and just watching what's going on in New York, and it was it was it was a panic fest. Of course, it was, it was. a panic fest. Of but it, it just was. got, but it, it just it it got worse when I remember I distinctly remember just like talking to someone when I was away from the window, and all of a sudden I hear that same girl who's by that window go like yell like this really heart-wrenching scream yeah, and she like dropped down to her knees she died and, and that's when and everyone was like oh my god and that's when the things started to that's crumble wild. down so you we, saw that yeah everyone ran to the we, i saw it plain as day just to crumble when down you really think about that there was people in there and i, I don't want to make this episode too morbid but yeah that is shit is my 9-11 experience wasn't like that for mm-hmm. the most part you know i grew up in the bronx so i don't have no view of downtown mm-hmm. and i'm going to school i'm going to lehman Regular morning, you know, I got on America Online, dialed mm-hmm. up 56K to give you the little news on the bottom, and mm-hmm. it showed the first tower on fire. So my yeah. mom, then my neighbor, my mother was asleep, my neighbor comes in and is like, yo, they got us again. I was like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking to school, bro, I'm seeing all the jets flying towards downtown, the military helicopters, but all I know is that Fabulous and Jay-Z CD come out that day. I'm going to go to school, and I'm going to get the CD. I didn't think nothing. This is pre- Everything's coming on your phone, internet-wise. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on. So I didn't experience that. That shit must have been bonkers, bro. Yeah, it was very traumatic. <laughs> and, um, I can tell by your face, man. Yeah, and my for me personally, my solace that day was, yeah. uh, I mean, God, I was I was blessed to have a, my own vehicle at the time. Right. And that's when the Wiz was uh, still open and popping. That's where and, I got the CDs at. And <laughs> I went I, I went with the mission. I was like, listen, I need to, I need to get away from this stuff. Yeah. Because I mean, I I, I try I contacted whoever I, I knew around the area. None none of my um or family or friends that I that I knew of at the time were right. either either got hurt or anything like that. But there's so many other people. Right. There's so many people who were like grieving a morning, you know, and just seeing that I was like, I need to get away from it. So I drove down to the Wiz. I'm like, yo, I'm about to buy this uh, this Blueprint album, <laughs> the Jay Z uh, Blueprint man. I went with the intention of that, and then I um, me too. I, I remember <laughs> that was also the day that uh, Fabulous's first album, um, yeah, Ghetto Fabulous, came out, mm-hmm. and I was like, am I gonna get both of them? I got them both. I had to get them both. Uh, yeah, I don't day. blame you. I don't blame you. But I was like, yeah, I'm just going with Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, well, I got them both. I'm not even a big fan of either, but mm-hmm. I had to. Yeah, but um, but that's that's one of the reasons why that album means so much to me. Because I mean, it is one of my favorite Jay Z albums. Period. But that album means so much to me for the time album. that it came out. Yeah, the therapy that it gave. Uh, yeah, for just, sure. Yeah, just the the music. Those all the thirteen. Those thirteen with the two plus bonus tracks. Like just that that album is. <laughs> this guy got in depth. Yeah, that <laughs> album is is something that's that's like a piece. It has it's a piece of my heart. Sure. So, um, sure. Yes. Yeah, so, um, but you know, moving on from 9-11, long story short, for with that with that, approximately around like 35 to 40 with 35 to 40 days later, um, within that time span, 
I that that high energy that I had. Yeah. The and also and also I was also like the life of the party, like just do th- at that time frame. You know, I'm even sure. even though I was still dealing with the, those high emotions, but still like between that from nine eleven till I would say like late October, like slowly but surely my that energy started to like come down. Yeah. And die out a bit. And when I say come down and die out a bit, it was like a, almost like a not even almost. It slowly, it slowly started to turn into a complete one eighty of like my mood. Right, my mood was high energy, um, vibrant, you know, charismatic. At you know, that's how it started. But then it started to like slowly turn around within that time, those times, right. those days, into the complete opposite. Just uh, shy, not even just. It, it was kind of worse than shy. I was withdrawn. So you didn't even interact anymore. Or if you did, it took a lot. It, it took a lot of energy. It took a lot out of me, and and there was even days where I was, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say afraid, but there was something like kind of worse than afraid. I was like almost like damn near petrified to leave my my dorm room sometimes. Wow. And it wasn't like. And a, this has no, never happened to you before. No, it's never, that's what I'm saying. But this whole, but, but again, that's why I'm giving painting the story of like yeah. how I was feeling before that. Yeah, yeah. And mind you, the way, the way I was feeling before that, that lasted months. Wow, that lasted months, and that's why it's also imperative that I've mentioned that I, how I saw it, nine eleven happened, sure. the, 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 the catastrophe of everyone, the, the emotions running high, men, men and female, everyone. Just and um, um, long story short, I remember it's like either mid to late October. It, it got to a point where I I called my brother because it was a Friday, and I just felt as though I just. I just felt as though I just didn't want to leave the room. I just it got to a point where I, just, I, just, I was like, "What's wrong with me?" I felt yeah. I didn't want to even like. I called my brother. I was like, "Kendall, I don't know what's wrong." My brother's name is Kendall. Sure. I was like, "I don't know what's wrong with me." Like I was breaking down. I was like, "I was doing, I was doing so well with school, everything, just high energy, and all of a sudden, it's just like it's the complete opposite. I don't know yeah, what yeah. is wrong with me. I was breaking down, and he had to even coach me to get into the shower. Right. You know. Wow. Coach me to get into the shower and walk myself. To the the university hospital, and um, I I did that, and even that walk it was like a 10, 15 minute walk. That walk was I felt as though it was like a walk of shame. So you felt like everybody everybody knew. Hmm? Is that one of those like you felt like everybody knew you was having a breakdown? You said walk I of felt, shame. I felt as though everybody knew, but no, but they yeah, really didn't. Right. I was I was hiding it. From what I remember, I was hiding it fairly well. Yeah, but. At some point, it became obvious because if I was like like the, the kind of guy who was like a life at a party or yeah, like yeah, yeah. just a high, and then it just kind of switches up. It's it's it the complete be opposite. Of complete the opposite. Sure. Yeah, and I didn't understand it. You know, that's scary in itself. It was it was very scary. I'm never gonna forget that walk. It was a Friday morning, and it was like a ten to fifteen minute walk to the. Um, I even had to ask like one or two people where it was because I wasn't familiar with where the hospital was. Yeah, why would you be? Yeah, <laughs> and um, I was, so I got myself there, and I was um. Expressing to the doctor about how I was feeling and how I felt before, and they're like, "Yeah, you, you, um, you, we need your your closest family members to to get get here because from the way you're just from the, what you're telling me and how you remember how you're feeling before to now, this this sounds like the onset of a possible mood disorder." Wow. Yeah. So when you heard that, were you able to process that at the time? Not really. Right, so <laughs> it was just, he was just talking, he was just moving lips. Yeah, it was like kind of. I was like, what, "What does that mean?" He didn't say what. I didn't, yeah. yeah. So my mom at the time, my mom, my brother came, mm-hmm. and uh, they they the doctor expressed how you know they saw how I was feeling, 
they expressed it and and he told them like he was like based on what your son is saying it sounds like this is the onset of bipolar disorder and the it, onset of bipolar so okay it's onset so I, I don't know much about bipolar disorder so is this something that part of my ignorance yeah. you're born with and it just the 9-11 was kind of like what triggered the sleeper cell so to speak that was no that was part of the that was part part of how should I say it? That mm-hmm. was a, a catalyst. That was most likely a catalyst to trigger some the, some of the signs of the the come down of the quote unquote mania. So the opposite of the mania is the down. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Because that's why I said I was before I was feeling like the the high energy creativity yeah, yeah. writing writing right. papers so, you know so really I'm, the onset was months before what you said thirty to forty five days before that was kind of like the onset right um got the timeline right or what, whenever you started school well I guess it would be two months before for me I, if I was being honest with myself like at some point I guess the onset was uh was sometime in July okay you know but that was like the the good part of it sure. so i was just yeah, yeah. with it yeah yeah the, you know? the man the man yeah i i didn't know what it was i didn't I, that's what i'm saying like it was it was foreign to me the this the way that i was feeling and processing everything yeah and, and needing and lack of sleep i was it was foreign to me yeah. but i was i was i was embracing it for oh, what it well, was that seems like a hell of a time it sounds like you're just on cocaine was, all day. I, yeah <laughs> basically yeah. yeah without without any use of drugs no i wasn't smoking right. weed or nothing like right. that and it just so it, it was it was extremely frightening so when they told you bi, um, bipolar, that's just what they told that's you. That's what they, yeah, yeah. How was your family's reaction? Do you remember? I I don't remember at the time, no, because I was so, which I remember just being so withdrawn and I had to, it was so bad at the time. The the, the depression was a, it was considered a severe depression and that's why I had to be um, pulled out of school at the time. And that, that, that even broke me as well because right. of how well I was doing. Right. And it was, it was really sudden. Really right. sudden. I didn't really get to tell many, or not really many, or, or any of really at all, of like the the people who I form relationships with, friends. Uh, so you just kind of where was Wendell one day? Pretty much, I just I Wendell just disappeared. Well, yeah. I don't know if you remember me telling you this, but at, when we uh, Wendell and I went to Stony Brook University way back in the day when Chingy was a thing, and <laughs> <laughs> and um. There was a time, you know, we all hung out in the same group. And for, I want to say, like two or three weeks, you just disappeared out of nowhere, right? I don't know if it was that long, but it was, uh, let's just say two or three weeks for this. This is when I still live on the third floor, so this must have been early on. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, yo, where was Wendell? Blah, 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 blah. And you came back, like out of nowhere. Like you just showed up in the fucking hallway one day. And somebody asked, yo, where you been? And you didn't answer. And... I was like, yo, maybe he has some type of break. Now, I didn't know of any condition that you had or anything, but in my mind, I'm like, maybe something happened where he just had to leave for a while. Do you remember that time? Was I right? I w- it wasn't like a, I didn't have any kind of quote unquote psychotic break then. I probably was going through some type of, uh, maybe some type of mild to moderate depression. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't recall fully, right? But I uh, I do remember being out for a, maybe a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, re- I remember mm-hmm. that, and I was like, maybe something happened, and I never asked. That's mm-hmm. not my business. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So. Yeah. Um, t- to be, I know it was probably, I know it was obviously going through something. It, it was either something, 
quote unquote mental or emotional or possibly something with family, but it was probably mostly something that I was dealing with myself. Right. And but it, it wasn't it wasn't anywhere near as um um severe prof- severe or profound as what happened in two thousand one and what I will eventually talk about what happened in twenty nineteen. So okay, because that's the complete opposite. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so you got the diagnosis. Mm-hmm. What was the treatment, or what did they suggest? Do you remember what that was? At the, oh yeah. Also, I'll mention this. When I was when I was uh, pulled out of school, I was also brought to a Syosset hospital. I was there for about a week or so. I remember being. <laughs> I remember having. I remember having to sleep and just staying in a bed and just sleeping in a bed and just feeling feeling like I just wanted to sleep most of the day. Total opposite of college. When you started, yeah, yeah, totally yeah. Opposite. This is like this is in two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. And, um, again, this is not when I was in the. This is when I was already pulled out of school, right? Um, at William pa- William Patterson University. Sure. Um, this is obviously way before I met you, and yeah, yeah. And um, the the treatment was, you know, they had me seeing um therapist uh, at the time. At that time, a psychiatrist. I say at that time because I don't I don't see a psychiatrist anymore. I'll talk about that later. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was mostly therapy and the psychiatrist. They were, they were, they were titrating what kind of meds for me to that that would be best. They they at that time they were trying. They had me on like things like lithium, and lithium and a very a very high dose of Depakote, which is a which is a mood stabilizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, lithium is considered. I forget what what kind of drug is considered, but at the same time, the reason why I I did my personal research, and I didn't. I, I was on it for like maybe. Three months, and when I realized that it could have like issues with uh, your kidneys yeah. and stuff like that, and I also knew about certain history with possible kidney issues with family, I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't feel comfortable." You taking don't want that, that man. Yeah, nah. So that's what my mom went through. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so I was on a high dose of Depakote and and something else. I was, I can't recall what else, but the, the main thing I was on at that time was Depakote. I just remember the, of the high dose it was. It was a very high dose of like twenty five hundred, maybe three thousand milligrams. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, so you were basically stabilized by the medication, not by your own control, for lack of a better. At word. that time, it was mostly from the medication. Yeah. So you were then getting the combination of therapy and medication, but if you, so here's my question, and part of my ignorance again is like as I always say, I'm here. To, what yeah. is the combination for it. like if you can't control how you are feeling what's the point of the therapy because it's like again i'm ignorant to it but for me I, I place it on how i feel when i have like a panic attack if i'm like you know i'm claustrophobic mm-hmm. people be like calm down breathe that shit's not working bro yeah when, when, <laughs> you when you're deep in it when you're deep in that hole that rabbit hole yeah it's, hard, it's so. not working yeah unfortunately people there's some people too um you're shallow, sometimes narrow-minded to really understand that if yeah. you're that deep in it, it's... It's, it's over. It's, yeah. It's over. None of that shit is working. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, do you think that that was um, a successful intervention in combining the therapy with the medication? At, at that time, and when I... not, I mean, I, I was feeling more benefits on the... the I, I think I was feeling more benefits from the medication, from what I remember, right. because like I don't, to be honest, I don't really recall like how to. For the most part, of therapy sessions, they were just maybe like asking me how I'm feeling, how I'm processing this, then the third, and, right. you know. But the the therapy that I have more recently within the past couple of years has, has been more effective because as an adult, you know, those things, the real things, real issues that I talked about, and really want to reflect on, and right, you know, 
And so, yeah, so back then it was more so, it was more so the medication that, that probably helped. Right. That, no, that did help. And, um, yeah, and moving forward, now I, I guess I'll, I'll start talking about like the Stony Brook years. Sure. Yeah, do it. which was only to be honest, it was Stony Brook years was only like I think like two years because, ah, truth be told, I flunked out of Stony Brook. Did you really? Yeah, yeah See, I did. That I didn't know. Yeah, I did the second year. We all fucked up though. Yeah, we. Yeah, <laughs> we the, 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 yeah. The 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 weed use at that time was. Uh, I wouldn't say it was only because of the weed use, but the right. weed use had a lot to do with it. Bro, I went from a uh, three four to a one seven in one semester. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah, one like semester. My, my second year, yeah. my, my 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 just plummeted because I was yeah. just. Yeah, I, I wasn't taking. I, yeah, it was fun, man. Yeah, we, we were having too we much was fun. all on the same floor. Yeah. Having good, innocent fun. I wasn't even a whore at that time. Like, mm-hmm. I was just first time smoking bud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, first, my first day in college, I got drunk. Mm-hmm. First night in college, I got drunk. So, yeah. Yeah, and, we, yeah. Just, we were just having a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> Those yeah it was. Like, you know. And really? Yo, Yo <laughs> G-Train, what up? <laughs> Calling us the projects. That shit was the best building in there, man. Yeah, we had. Fuck H Park. <laughs> yeah, we had a little gym downstairs. We used, we used to. Um, oh yeah, we did. I worked in there. We used to the, the, the big TV in, in that lounge yeah, downstairs. Yeah, we used to bring the. Yeah, we used to bring the. Uh, uh, I used to bring the PlayStation Word. down there. Play some Soul Calibur too. Yeah, we used to play Halo down there. Yeah, play oh, Halo. Watch play, Chappelle show. Play Gestures. Gestures. I don't remember that shit. Yeah, we had like a big group. We did it like once or twice. It was especially one time. Was I like, was there. Was like I think you were. You, uh, Vanessa, Sean, yeah. there was like at least 10 of us playing gestures. I mean, if it was that group, I'm sure I was there. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. It's, a, um, it's, okay, it's like charades. All right. It's like charades, right. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. We had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, but, that's yeah. funny. But yeah, the, the, the Stony Brook years, it's when I think about it, it was pretty quick because it was two years and the second year I found out and that was a huge learning lesson for me. Okay. And from that point on, I I went to community college for a while. Got, I got an associate's. Uh, got an associate. <clears throat> excuse me. Got an associate in psychology. And isn't um, that ironic? I know, right? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> interesting. It's so ironic for real. Yeah. Um, I got one too. I got a bachelor's. That shit did nothing for me. <laughs> shit. Financially, nothing. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. I'm just in debt. Yeah. I still ain't paid. <laughs> I got. Shit. I got some shit. I got to take care of myself too. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but um, uh, I mean, I could. I could fast forward to 2019, but I might, if you have some questions, no, I want to go in between those times because that's 18 years of life dealing with this. Yeah. You know, so when do you think you were able to maybe I don't say get control of it? You know, let me not even ask that. In between that time, were there times where you felt in total control of what was going on? Were you still taking like heavy medication at that time, or did you find a way to kind of control it yourself without the meds? I wouldn't. Do, do I, all right, two thousand one to two thousand nineteen. Those eighteen years. I would say, just honestly, if I had to be honest, the answer is no. I didn't have that. I felt as though I didn't have much control, right, over a lot of things. What, like in terms of, like how 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 did it affect? Because at that time, we're generally adults. Really, I mean, we've been adults since eighteen, but like we're yeah. really in our like years of really learning you know how to be an adult and we're kind of turning into the person that we are going to be right Mm -hmm. so during that time like what was the biggest hurdle for you given that you had this um this um um disorder 
one sometimes will be at at, at times will be my focus. At times, yeah. I wouldn't say consistently out out throughout, throughout the whole eighteen years, but my focus was a factor that was that that played with my mind sometimes. Sure, um, there was there were there was a time when I remember trying Ritalin. I was I was on that for like maybe like a month, two months, and it helped my focus, but it also had me kind of um, um, made me agitated. Really? I mean, it, yeah. Is it really supposed to like focused, zombie but, you out? No, nah, it didn't make me feel like a zombie. I was just I was like hyper focused, but also easily agitated. Like I was not the one to be fucked with. So dude, you threw, <laughs> dude that you threw the book at definitely shouldn't have come around. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I probably would. I probably would have ripped his head off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and 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 loved doing it at the same time. I, I mean, I feel yeah. uncomfortable the way you looked at me. How you said that? that, that. I, yeah, I mean, I'm just keeping it a buck. I mean, this. Listen, when you, when yeah, you yeah. have that diagnosis, just, I, I've never. Oh, this this is when I get real with the dark, dark thoughts, because yeah, you I I've definitely had dark thoughts, and the the question the thing is whether those dark thoughts were, were inwards towards myself, sure, or if those dark thoughts were where I felt as though I would not where I wouldn't hesitate to project those dark thoughts towards someone else. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so there's. Yeah. I remember distinct times where it was, it might have been inwards, right? Or depending on the person, where I was, or I might be willing to project that onto you. That that's that, tough. That and darkness, then, and then that person don't even know what the fuck is going on. Like, wait a minute, why why are you reacting like this to me? Man? I mean, no, I mean, but at the same time, I, it was it was there were times where I felt like it was justified. Let's say sure. for um. Shit, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting real with this. I'll give you an example. I would say around the year 2011, I was on a, a medication. I was I was on a medication which I've never, which I'm so glad I'm not on anymore. It's called Wellbutrin. I've heard of that. That's it's a it's a type of it's a it's a type of uh, antidepressant, but it's different from the average antidepressant. Trust me, I, I've done my homework because like I could I could uh, attest. That I'm even on an antidepressant now that I I'm taking on by that I did my own personal research and did my by choice and yeah, that's yeah. why I'm able to openly speak about this because you know I want a lot of people can learn from me. That's it's, the point, especially in the black community, men and women. You know, yeah. that's why I can speak on this. But anyway, back to the Wellbutrin thing. First time I uh, I took Wellbutrin, it was it was a little it was a year the year before I was taking Zoloft and that. Zoloft is considered an SSRI. Yep. Um, the difference, well, Butrin is a, it's either SSNI or SS something. I think I might be, it might be SSNI, but it's not an SSRI. Okay. Because it goes after, it goes after certain receptors in your brain, completely different than how a, a normal SSRI. Well, I want to say normal. That's hard yeah. to say three times. I know, right? Selective serotonin <laughs> reuptake, reuptake inhibitor. Right, yeah. And what's the other one? The other one's Wellbutrin, and that's SSNI, I believe. SSNI. Right. I might be wrong, but it's a different. No, nah, that, that brought up Silver Springs Networks Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. I want to look. No, at but it does say. No, wait, wait. Sorry, because right under it says which drugs are SNRIs. So you got Pristique, Cymbalta. I feel, I feel like I've seen the commercial for that. Mm-hmm. You have. Fetzima. I feel like I know a girl named Fetzima. <laughs> Affexer. Affexer sounds like the machine that you do the um. The the <laughs> the chest press on yeah um 
Yeah, it doesn't really give me. What does SNRI do to the brain? SNRIs work by increasing serotonin and norepinephrine levels in your brain. Serotonin and norepinephrine are neurotransmitters, chemical messengers. Both neurotransmitters play an important role in regulating your mood, sleep-wake cycle, and memory. Serotonin affects your appetite, social behavior, and sexual desire. Yeah. So with the Wellbutrin, it's that, you know, let me let me do a timeline real quick. In 2010, real, in 2010, I was taking an SSRI yeah. named Zoloff, and I was taking that shortly after I got out of a pretty toxic relationship with a woman who I, 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 I wish her the best, but if I was in a better state of mind, I wouldn't have been with her because that woman had kids not by not by me. Yeah, she had children uh, by two baby fathers. Yeah, yeah, I was with yeah, I was with her for three years. This is like in my she was seven years older than me. Um, I it took it took some time to leave her, but I did, and around and I did have feelings for her. But long story short, after I was that after I was that relationship in 2010, I started taking Zoloft because I was dealing with some kind of a some some kind of depression, and it, it did help. Right, it did help. However, the two things that um even though it took away the depression, the two things that I noticed that was a problem was one. Uh, I was able to still have sex and perform. Mm-hmm. However, it was extremely, and I mean extremely difficult to climax. I mean, some dudes would would, would love that problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm fair. never going to forget, like in 2010, that's the movie, that's the, that's the year when uh, the movie Kick-Ass came out. And wow, was, that was that long ago. Yeah, there was this chick that I was messing with at the time. We saw the movie, and then, um, you know, we were kicking it in the car and everything, and, she starts, and Shorty starts giving me a head in the car. Good for you. Yeah, she was giving me head and everything, and like it's you know I was feeling really good and everything. I'm like, yo, hey, hey. So I love head in the car. Is what it is, you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, she's doing a thing for like like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I'm like, yo, I'm just saying to myself, like, I should have got there by now. Like the way she's doing it. Yeah, like, I start to if, if if a girl's giving me head for too long, I start to feel self conscious. Yeah, I feel bad. Yeah, and I was like, I'm like, oh, something's off. I'm like, oh, she's like, she's like, you enjoy it. I'm like, yeah, just that. Yeah, I, I, I start thinking, is she losing confidence? Yeah, like, this no, is, she had this. her confidence. This woman's going for like a good half hour, and like it was, it was getting, it was, it was bothering me. That felt. It, it felt good, but I wasn't. But it wasn't feeling good in a way where I felt like I was going to climax. Yeah, and I was, I was like, yeah, it's, 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 it's not got to end at some point. Though. Yeah, so I told, I was like, yeah, it's, it's, I don't, I don't know what's up. It's, and I was up and everything. I was like, yeah, we got to stop because it's, it's not happening. You ruined that woman's confidence for the rest of her life. I promise you. <laughs> we made it up in the future later on. Like, I you hope know. so. Yeah, so you nut it in like three seconds <laughs> as opposed to bipolar nuts too. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. But like, lost. I mean, there was even times when. I mean, again, this is 2010. There was even times when I tried watching porn when I, while I was on it, and I still could not fucking nut. I was watching like, porn while you were getting hit. No, 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 no. Oh, because no, oh. I, I was testing. I was, I was like, all right. I was just. Oh, like, I see. I yeah, see. I was testing. I was like doing my thing, and I was, and I couldn't, I couldn't get this. I'm That's like, wild because you know like what a, you like. It's like a mental block. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that was an issue. But the main, the the what, what broke the the thing that broke the what's the, what's the term breaking the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Was that was the same year that my grandmother passed, um, on my mother's side, and when, you know, around the time of the wake, I remember I, I distinctly remember my my cousin who lived with my grandmother like, just being really upset and crying and everything, and I and I wanted to cry but I couldn't. So it's, the emotions were shut. It's off. just like my emotions was just shut off, and wow. even during the funeral when she's being buried down, 
I it's like I wasn't able to process it and it bothered the hell out of me. That's rough. Yeah. That's rough. These medications are bro, I mean the the side effects are just incredible. So, yeah, the I, I like those, but the reason why I say that is because right I mean right now I'm on I'm on Lexapro, very a very low dose of Lexapro. At the moment now? Yeah, and okay. I, and I'm able to communicate effectively. Sure. Um, Honestly, you sound on. a lot better than the first time we did this. I don't know what you were taking at the time, but the first time you were a little, I'm not going to say incoherent. That's fine. You can tell me. But No, I don't think that's a word. I would tell you. I don't think that's yeah. a word, but you didn't seem like you were here the entire time. Like you would- All over the place, Stevie probably. Wonder around all over the place. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I've, I've been told that before. You yeah. Know? So I, yeah. I appreciate you as my friend telling me that. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it is what it is. I told you at the time too, but you wasn't- Yeah. You wasn't yeah, wasn't, yeah. So, yeah. Probably a lack of rest too and everything. That oh, yeah. Time. We did that late. Yeah. We did so, that late. And that's why I was telling you I want to be just you know focused. Sure. I don't want to rush. And I appreciate you um, not even- uh, Good. No, you're good. Yeah, I appreciate. Uh, every it. now and then you dip off, but yeah, I'll, I'll I, fix it. That's I, fine. It's cool, cool. I appreciate that. You know, you you just gave me time and you know, no rush. No, nah, this is big, thing. man. Because I have a lot of um questions that I have, and you know, I'm not trying to make this a seven hour series, but yeah. we could. You know, so my question to you, and you can do this. Uh, is, is there anything else you want to say about this lady at that time? I don't want to skip the, on the, to the next. The, the lady um, that um, you said you were dating a toxic woman. Oh, at a oh, time. no, no, no! I'm, I'm talking about the, um, the fact that the drug had on me. I don't. If I okay, and I also you. if I if I'm like jumping all over places, get me cool. refocused. Sometimes I know I can yeah, do I it you. sometimes. So I do it too, man. Uh, Trust me, I we'll be talking about Nintendo games. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So I just want to like just like pinpoint the effects of like that 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 medicine because. Uh, even even I even have a friend who's who's I'm not gonna say his name, but he he's dealing with uh, certain depression, and he was he 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 even tells me how he hates taking Zoloft. I'm like, yeah, man, like I just I I encourage him to do certain things, like even cold shower therapy is is a is something that could uh, help with. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah, I was I, I I learned that in 2017 the cold shower therapy, and um, that doesn't increase your anxiety at that moment or something. Cause no, I don't it, wake you up. In huh? the morning, I've done cold showers in the morning. Yeah, it's it's it works as uh just to, to wake you, not like only wake you up, it's a stimulant. Yeah. yeah, but um yeah, but long story short, that SSRI Zoloft just numbed me out in a way where that's when I tra- that's when I uh, transitioned to Wellbutrin, and that took away, how should I say, it did take away some depression in a in a in a different way, but it also I realized that it kind of increased my anxiety a bit. Um, that's one thing I noticed, and also I was dealing with uh, a, a battle about a bout of or a battle of insomnia with that. That's rough. Yeah, so that I've been there. So that yeah. that makes the anxiety even worse. Yeah. So that that was that was on for that for a while, but I also was taking it. But but one thing I was I felt good about was the fact that I had my sex drive back. So the Wellbutrin <laughs> let you. Yeah, I was able to wax Yeah, I was able to whack and 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 climax and. and you said whack. I said wax. That's two different whack. words, brother. It's two different words, <laughs> yeah. brother. But I understand. I was able. To, I was able to climax. Uh, but, <laughs> did you throw up like a victorious like? Hell when yeah! That first nut came hell out. Hell yeah! Where does Because I was like, yo, fuck that Zoloft shit. Like, you know. yeah, that's 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 wild. Um, like I said, the the side effects that the medications have is like you need the medications for the medication. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah. So, Luckily, I, I don't take anything, but you know, life can change at any time, and that that just scares me. When I see, you know, I try to do voiceover work, and when I see the list of the medications and the side effects, bro, that's that's the whole damn fucking um, script. You yeah, know? it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. So well, during that time, like with your relationships, romantically and friend wise, and even um in terms of employee employee, 
How did that affect? Did you tell certain people? Did you tell every girl that you dated? This is what I'm dealing with, or like, how did that process go? Yeah, I would I would tell women that if I was going to be dating with uh, dealing with them on a serious level that yeah. um, that I'm, I'm I'm dealing with and I'm I was I'm diagnosed with you know bipolar and telling and I was being real, letting them know what what I take and how how I'm how I know that it affects me. Right, and I could also. I could also admit that with certain with certain relationships that I might have been. Hold there, on there, one second. I'm sorry. I don't know if you guys hear all of these sirens in the background, but I do live in the Bronx, and this is this is wild today. I don't know what's going on today, so I didn't mean to cut you off. But this is like the fifth one I've heard in the last couple of minutes, so I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm sorry, young man. I just it, it's pretty loud. <laughs> so it's all good. please continue. I'm so sorry good. about that. Uh, where where was I? Uh, where was I? I was asking you about relationships, and um, you know, did you tell people? And you said, you know, if you if this was a woman that you really thought maybe you could date, you would tell them, and that's kind yeah, of where you left off. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. How do you how do you have that conversation? Um, being that I've been single for a while, not, not mostly by by choice, it's been a while. That's mm-hmm. why I'm trying to think about certain relationships. Uh. Oh, well, just, just, just in general, just, just yeah. It's, yeah, just I, I didn't, I didn't really have that much shame about it. Like in the sure, from the, but in the beginning, I didn't have that much shame about it. But the reason why I say in the beginning is because with certain, in, with certain relationships, there were there might have been certain ones in particular who might have used that vulnerability against me. What? How do you? That that just that just gave me a few questions, but like, in terms of what, or in what way, if you don't mind me asking. Well, I could. Well, when I think of one particular relationship, I think of the gaslighting. Yeah, I, I, I just I don't. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't know if it, I didn't know if it. There's there's certain relationships. I did certain relationships where I didn't know even of the term or what it was then. But I still don't I, know what that I shit. Do, when I when you have hindsight and insight, yeah. on based on what happened, you're like, oh shit, like that's that's like a form of. That that's either form or just straight direct. It's like manipulation, yeah. basically. Uh, it, it's like a, a, emo, emotional blackmailing or emotional manipulation. Because I, you know, I'm an old man, and this gaslighting term is like I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I figured it out a little bit. Like my 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 girlfriend said, I don't gaslight me sometimes, and I'm like, I don't I don't I'm not because I don't know what you're talking about. You know, but look, I got you. I don't know. I can't remember the, the exact meaning, like verbatim, from like the from like the, the dictionary. But it's, it's like gaslighting is a form of like denying someone's uh, reality or, or the way they're feeling or processing something. Sure. And just like denying it and making it making it seem like it's making it seem like the person is deluded in in the way they're feeling or in in, in the way they're processing how they're. How how they reaction to a certain situation yeah. in the relationship, and it's it's to say that it can be traumatizing is a, it could, is an understatement. I can't imagine, man. Um, but it, it's it makes you just question your yourself. It, it can make you question your self worth, your self esteem, your your just your your value as a person. You know. Yeah, I can see that. So like, there's actually psychologists use that term. I thought some yeah. dude. I thought some dude in the street made that up because oh, it sound it sound like some some term that come from a rap album. You know I, mean? I know, I know. It's so just, it's, it's a term that came. I, I can't remember the. I wish I knew. Like, 
I've read it before, but I just can't describe where the term exactly is from. It's from uh, some some kind of movie or a play from from either like the fifties or sixties, where the the man would the man would make the, the his wife or girlfriend doubt her reality by by for an example maybe like put like a if she has like a, a if there's a light on a light a light mm-hmm. on the, in the room and then he might like turn it off and mm-hmm. she might think like oh it wasn't that on before or something like that like no and then then he might be like no you're just imagining it it's oh that's something like terrible. that something like that but like if, that's it's a good like, if it's on if it's like something like either a big conversation yeah, or, or on or it's ongoing that yeah I get could, you make, that could fuck you up like like I could fuck you up psychologically that makes sense this definition I got here yeah. it, it was on NBC News but it says. Psych- what does gaslighting mean? What does it mean to gaslight someone? Psychologists use the term gaslighting to refer to a specific type of manipulation where the manipulator is trying to get someone else or a group of people to question their own reality, memory, or perceptions. That's fucked up. That sounds like some um, um, like dictatorship, like some tyrant type of move, man. Yeah. So how do you recognize that they're doing that to you? Well, I know I could know... <sighs> I could I know of one I know of one particular treatment from my past who I'm just I'm thank I'm thankful that I'm not with her anymore where I know what happened and it it actually feeds into the an incident in 2019 when I when I experienced an ego death on the but on the outside the way it was portrayed it was it, it was a uh, classified as a severe manic episode so ego death and manic episode. Like, uh, give me details. What no, that yeah, uh, let's. Uh, my disclaimer. Let me put. Let me put a disclaimer out right now. I'm not saying that ego death and a manic episode are are the same thing. I'm not okay. saying that. But this happened three and a half years ago, and I'm speaking about this carefully because I don't. I don't. I, I want to speak the story as truthful and and uh, as authentic as possible. Okay. So the week of. In in twenty nineteen, the week of August twenty eighth, that was a pretty um, turbulent week for me. I was uh, dating a woman who happened to have just so just so happened to have the birthday before my father's. Um, I, I, my father's a Pisces, and she was a she was a Pisces. That's that kind of has some relevance for later on. Okay, there was a situation. I you know I was dating her, and it was a situation on on a Tuesday. I believe that date was the dates are are fairly important as well. It was August twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. I was calling her and she uh, wasn't answering. And yeah, I did. I definitely cared about this woman at the, at the time. I was faithful and everything, and she wasn't answering. So long story short, I decided to. I, I told my I told my job I have to, I, have, I gotta leave because I you know so I I thought it was an issue because also it's important to know that this this woman it was um. She wasn't born as a paraplegic, but she she had she went through a certain accident. Okay, accident when she where she went through a car window, and Ooh. and it almost uh, it it almost uh, killed her. Wow. You know, she I think she might she might even have been pronounced dead at one point during, but I didn't know her when this happened. But okay, that's the one of the reasons why I left the job is like I said she wasn't answering. I thought it was something uh, going on. I go to her place. And so long story short, she, you know, we, it was, she was, she was breaking up with me. 
Right. So she was ignoring you as part of the breakup. That was part of it. Yeah, she was okay. breaking up with me. But this is the this is why I had to like speak very not just honest, but and I and I need I need my words to be very clear with about how I speak about this because it's right. speaking about it's speaking about gaslighting that I didn't realize at that time. But okay. But later on, through hind through hindsight and, and insight that I didn't have at the time, but later on I realized I was like, wait a minute. The, the reason why she wasn't saying certain things about how, you know, when I was speaking up about how I felt about, you know, our personal matters. But at the time she was like, kind of like, not kind of, she was like putting, pretty much putting everything on me and everything that I was talking yeah. about that I had a concern about. She wasn't either, she either wasn't taking accountability for, or just it was like acting as though what I was saying was like completely irrelevant, completely. And it just left me, that's an empty and frustrating feeling. It left though. me utterly confused, to yeah, say yeah. the least. And and I'll admit, it also left me crushed at the time because I, even, even though I knew I could at the, at the time, even though I knew I could do better, I was having, I did have feelings for her. Sure. At the time, this was that was so you know she broke up with me. That was Tuesday the twenty seventh. Then the next day was the twenty eighth, and I could um I could I can admit that at that time I was um smoking a lot more. You know, okay. four twenty. I was also indulging. Four twenty. This is August, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was I was indulged, but I was the main the main type of uh, THC that I was using was the vape. Not okay. Yeah, around that time, and she was using it too. You know, right? But she smoked more than she smoked more than I did. Okay, that's that's a key note right there. Um, I was I was I was vaping. I I was even vaping. I could yeah. I'll admit it. Fuck it. I was even vaping on the job. Right. No, I'm not putting that on there. <laughs> that uh, okay. part I'll probably delete. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> All right. Well, yeah. long story short, that Wednesday I started to, I don't, it, I, it was it, it was triggered by, it, it was most likely triggered by that, but also triggered by life events that I started to feel as though I was talking with God. There was a certain point on Wednesday okay. while I was on a job where I felt as though I was, I was having a, like I was having a conversation that I never had, like a direct line, like a di- like a direct line with God, like a personal conversation, just me and Him that I never felt before. Okay, I felt so enlightened by it that I, when I was done working, and I, I felt as though that also that day it was pouring rain. Okay, I, I was doing my my route, and I was doing an overtime piece, pouring rain, and I felt as though like that that the rain was, I I felt as though the raindrops. Fall, like falling on me was like a way of like God communicating with me. Wow! And this is real talk. I started writing it in my journal. That, that I, wow. that's one of the reasons why I even bought that. Brought the journal. I mean, that's one of the reasons why sure. I bought that with me. Sure. So, but anyway, the the next day, the what happened the next day? Also, what's another thing that's important? Throughout the week, I wasn't getting that much sleep. Okay. Throughout that week, I was not getting much consistent proper sleep that's right. that's important because even that thursday the next thursday the night i was like talking with this this girl that i met on a particular site and you know we were having like some really real intense phone sex you know <laughs> no but it's, i'm just mentioning no i'm that. only laughing because <laughs> i haven't done that in god no I, I don't even know how i would do that now yeah it was yeah it was like the just the, the whatever but yeah yeah I didn't get that. I, I barely got sleep that night either. The thir- the Thursday into Friday, I probably slept, probably slept about um, like an hour. 
That's brutal. Yeah, an hour, and I went to work. I went to work Friday, and Friday, and then then that Friday, the August August thirtieth, I even went. In, I remember going into work that day, feeling as though like I like I just wanted to like just I just felt extremely elated. Okay. Remember and, and just remember what happened Wednesday when I was feeling like I was talking with God. I even yeah. like went to my mother's house and like I was saying, I said, "Mom, listen, it, for all the times that I doubted." God's presence, I, I don't feel that way anymore at all. I just like gave her like a big hug and a kiss. Interesting. Like, yeah, I even did all that. Yeah, that Wednesday. That's interesting. And the Friday I went to work, I felt as though I wanted to like buy like ha- half of the office breakfast, and I bought and I bought like at least seven seven or ten people breakfast that morning. Damn. I just didn't. I just didn't care about money. I just yeah yeah money bags. Over yeah, there. I just I didn't I didn't even I just I just felt like in a very giving, very giving um, mood. Sure. Long, uh, so as we keep as we go on, I'm I'm doing my route, and I started feeling the way I was thinking was in a way I had never started thinking before. Okay. Now that I have I, from the hindsight of it, I was long story short, I was I was to the outside world, I was I was hallucinating because when I started to think to myself like, listen, like the way I'm thinking, I don't even know if I'm gonna make it. To, to the end of the day, right? And I had this recorder on me. Okay. I started. I started just. I just put the recorder on and started just and just started just talking my truth. That's, all right. So were you when you had the recorder? Were you doing that to document what was going on? Yes. So you can check later, or was it because you was doing this so future people can learn the wisdom that you want to drop? Too, at that, time? that too. That too. Both because I felt as though I, I legit really felt like I might not live past this day. So you that's this is your willing testament essentially. Basically, that's the way I was thinking. Right. That's the way I was thinking. So wow. I was yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that this this is my truth. Everyone has their own personal yeah, of story and stuff. And um so I was recording and there was a part the way it started, I remember, I remember saying something like, "Okay, killer, killer, be killed." Mm. And the reason why I said that at the time is because the year prior, the I was dealing with certain thoughts where the 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 dark thoughts was I was willing to I was I was starting to have dark thoughts that I was willing to act on and willing I was willing I was planning on doing something very. Very devious. Something on the newsworthy. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's 20, scary. Yeah, in twenty eight, in the year prior. Right. And it was, so this is the prior. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to keep the timeline straight. Mm-hmm. So these thoughts that you were saying you wanted to potentially act on, this was a year before this. This incident. This recorded yeah. incident. Yes. Okay. This, this is this is 2019. Gotcha. I remember in 2018. And I oh yeah another thing I distinctly remember being on a particular medication at okay. that time that. That I felt as though it was like kind of not kind of that was, what's the word making those thoughts stronger? Okay, yeah. And to be honest, it was Wellbutrin. I was on Wellbutrin at the time. Wellbutrin sounds. I'm sorry, <laughs> anybody is a sponsor of Wellbutrin. Not over here. That that shit don't sound good. I was I was thinking extremely violent thoughts. Wow. Extremely violent thoughts. And Wellbutrin and is to do what again? That's to um, anxiety. It actually that medicine increased my. Had increased my anxiety. It it did bring back my sexual functioning, but at the same time, it increased my anxiety and had the potential of having me be 
very easily agitated at times. It says it's a, um, sorry, it's a antidepressant. Yeah, but it's, but that's why I wanted to be mind. Let, Say that let, again. Let you and the audience that, be that mindful. That noise is going to be on everything. Say that again. That's I'm why sorry. I wanted you guys to be mindful of how the difference of the difference of of classes of antidepressants. Yeah. Okay. Because even the one that I'm on now at a very low dose, and I have no shame for the fact that like even as a black man that I'm that I'm taking. Uh, the low dose of this antidepressant because I actually did my own personal research when yeah. I knew I was like you know what I have a, I have a problem with depression and I, maybe something will really help but um, I applaud you for that yeah. that type of self awareness yeah when you when you, when you you a person man yeah. or woman if it gets to that point you need to have a conversation in the mirror just yourself it doesn't doesn't matter what higher power whether it's god or allowed whatever like that just have an honest conversation in a mirror with yourself that's yeah you absolutely know? and that will bring your self-awareness that will bring the answers and then be real with yourself if, yeah if, you know can't help yourself if you're bullshitting exactly you know so that's, all right so you're having a bad thoughts and then this day is happening you're documenting the day you're you got a direct line to god you're dming each other so what's happening next <laughs> Yeah. Um FaceTiming each other. <laughs> <laughs> so um that later on that Friday one thing I started to do, I felt as though I had to I started to feel as though I had to purge, like purge out all that negative any kind of negative um sins that I've that yeah. I felt as though I was that I committed in life. Right. I I really felt as though with me saying kill or be killed that this was like this was like my do or die moment. Wow. Yeah. That's real, bro. Yeah. It wasn't I, I didn't bring it I didn't bring it on to my I didn't purposely yeah, of course. bring it on to myself. But sure. for again, for the fact that I was thinking like that, I was like, okay, I, I don't I don't know. I, I, there's a possibility I might not make it to live to the end of the day. Wow. I man. I legit thought that. Yeah. And I was, I, I, again, I, I didn't realize fully, my bad, my It's bad. okay. I didn't realize fully what the situation was, but it was, I was experiencing an ego death. And a, an ego death experience is when, first and foremost, for me, I was thinking, one, for one, I was thinking I was the embodiment of Jesus Christ. That, that's, that's, that's when, it, that's, that's one thing. I even... That's what's one of the reasons why I felt as though it's just so free about just giving, about giving and buying things. Yeah, he was giving like, geez, I get it. You get it. So um, your direct line was essentially talking to your father. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So, but it started to go beyond that. When it goes even beyond that, of mm-hmm. thinking that you're like the son of, of God. Yeah. When I say beyond that, I was, you start thinking like on a... I was thinking not just on a biblical way because when I say biblical, for it's like this: in in the town that I work in, there's a there's a, there's a street called Jerusalem That's Avenue. Wow, yeah. Is, is, and on the route that I was on, the number route is twenty eight. Okay. I was I was born in nineteen eighty two. So reverse. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into that. Okay. Um, half of half of that route twenty eight has half of Jerusalem, and get this the. The route that I had prior for that, for three and a half years, that has the other half of Jerusalem. Okay. So the the route number was thirty three. That's that's the I was thinking in my head, and which is is true that that's the age that Jesus sacrificed his life. Yeah. Twenty eight. You turn it backwards. Eighty two. 
Okay. That's how I was thinking, like... Yo, so, you know, so, I almost said crazy. That's the wrong no, word, no, but yeah. in, in the terms, I don't mean, like, crazy, like, whatever. Hey. That's a such a higher level of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like the end of a movie. You see the, almost like the montage of how they're putting the pieces together. It's like the Truman, it's like I was going through a Truman Show event kind of thing. That's That's, that's what I was going, like, like you, you, I was, like, seeing in, like, 5D. That's wild. And that's another reason why... I would even play some of it if it could be heard. It's I was going. I, I started saying that I'm going. I'm, I need to go backwards when the, when people arrived at the scene because yeah. I was. It was like five o'clock, and at at that time I should have been like I should have been done with the route. Right. And, and but it's where, where they where they when they came to the scene there was more than half of the mail in the truck. I was so you wasn't even doing the job. No, I was I was tripping out. Wow. I was tripping out, and I. And it's interesting because this is a one hundred percent real to you at this time. Hundred percent real. Yeah, and, and so nobody can tell you different. <laughs> no, once you're once you're that deep in it, mm-hmm. like, it, like again, I have I have some audio of of when certain coworkers arrived, and yeah, the we'll, first we'll thing, definitely play some of that. Yeah, the first thing you, the first thing that one guy says is like, he's like, he's like, hey Wendell, you, he's like, he's like, he's like, hey Wendell, you good? And the first thing I say is, I'm going backwards. And and they're like, "What do you mean you're going backwards?" And I and I can't recall what I said after that, but I just mm-hmm. once, but I was already gone. Yeah, yeah. And it it got potentially worse because within like maybe like ten minutes later, that's when I felt as though I had to that I felt as though I had to take all my clothes off. Wow. Every article. Um, so what what was that about? Shedding, I felt as though in my mind, I felt as though I was like shedding, like shedding my like myself. Wow, man! I felt as though that anything on me was like a like a distraction, and I also, I also ran towards a, a particular house that that just so happened to have uh one of the people who resides there is uh one of the, like they they believe in like spiritual healing. So you were kind of drawn to that. I was drawn to that. Yeah, butt ass naked. You ran over I, there. Yeah, I, I I took my clothes off on the middle of the street and I ran. The person wasn't even home. They weren't even home. Right. But I, I ran. I ran towards that house. I guess it was like a in my mind. I was thinking I was like a like a cry for help. And so yeah. So you was a, it was almost like a lighthouse to you. Yeah. That's fascinating. And also, she's a. That that person that is an Aries like myself, that's also a bit important too. Because when you start thinking on, on an ego death level, you start think you're capable of like thinking of a, on a higher power of like whether it's biblical, numerical, astrological, and wow. then when it gets on a universal level, that's when you start. I was like seeing in a five D. I was like seeing outside. I remember the whole situation. I know it's. I know it sounds crazy because. It, it, but you know, it, it it sounds. I don't want to sound say crazy. It, it definitely doesn't sound like a normal day. Of course, yeah. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> the fact that it, this doesn't seem like a dream because this isn't disjointed. Everything seems to be connected. Everything. It you felt know? like everything was connected. Shit One more time. Yeah. 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 Everything seems to be connected, and that's 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 kind of scary, man. It's so connected that I remember thinking backwards in a way where this and this is wild. Yeah. Um, my first gaming system besides Atari, and I mentioned this for a reason, was okay. Sega Genesis. 
And I was I was more of a Sega Genesis person than Super Nintendo. Me too. So I was like really, and also that was that also even got me into uh, into music because the music the way the music was on the Genesis it just sounded really good. And the Streets of Rage music was fire. See, there you go. See, yeah, I get it. I get it. I got it on my Spotify. I got that on my Spotify. I be working <laughs> out. I be working out to video game music. Oh, sometimes. that's that's interesting. And, and movie scores. I'm I'm really into video game music and, and movie scores. I like, fuck Hot 97 and Power 105. Sorry. <laughs> Man, are, they, are these still around? Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, no um, offense if you guys hired me one day. That wasn't a shot. I really don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> the reason why I mentioned Genesis is because at one point I was thinking that that I was having I was still having a conversation with a higher power, mm-hmm. and I felt as though God was uh, like telling. I felt this, yeah, like Genesis, like the yeah. book of Genesis. Yeah. And I felt as though like God was like, tell me, this is why I had a voice in my head saying, this is why I I, I, I wanted you to uh, be so inclined with Sega Genesis to tell the story of, of what you're going through. Yo, you need to write a book about this. I, I know. This is I, fascinating. I know. Cause I, I, that's why, yeah. yeah, it took me years to listen to the whole thing because I, I did some embarrassing things that day. There was a, there was a right. point where I was, you know, I was, I was masturbating, but it wasn't, I remember it wasn't, you'll hear it on, if you, you, if you listen to the recording thing, it wasn't even to the point where I could actually get myself to like, to ejaculate or come. I just felt as though I had to like purge out whatever, yeah. like quote unquote sins. I don't know if I'm going to put that part of the audio no, on. No, it's, listen, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> it's right. just, it's just, uh, listen, I'm not. I just want to say this because you're my boy. So yeah. there's a difference. This is why. I don't necessarily love cops or dislike cops. You got some shitty ones, you got some great ones. But that's the guy that got to come to you or whoever doing shit like that and assuage the situation. That's tough to do. I was going to say that's hard to do, but I don't want to use that word. That's tough. <laughs> that's tough to do, man. So salute to the police or whoever, the EM, EMS. The EMS, yeah. Who come, I doubt the fire department will come for that, but the <laughs> It was the EM, EMS. That would be crazy if they I don't came. think, the, did the police come? I they I think one police, but it, also the EMS came. They yeah. um they, they they put a blanket over me because I oh, I was constantly just wanted to be naked. I didn't want any clothes on me. Were you combative against them? Do you remember? Not not there, not on the scene. Okay. But they um according to the notes on the um in the for the itinerary, once when I got in the to the hospital, you know, away yeah, from yeah. everyone else, they they, they were they were saying though there were points where I was combative. Wow, man. Yeah. That's and, they um, had, and they had to like inject me with something to knock me out. Yeah, they knocked you out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, damn, bro. First I, of all, that was, that's a fascinating story. Just from a story, not even what you, in terms of you like being in the street and doing whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. the stream of consciousness that you had to connect all of those things. Who's to say you was wrong, bro? I'm not. I'm not even trying to fuck around. Like, yeah, I mean, and I, I listen. That's I too. That's too. That works out too well. <laughs> it's crazy. As much as I still, I still work for the same. I, I don't want that. I don't want that route anymore. Okay. Uh, and, and I was I, curious. And, about I, that. and I, I, I left that route by choice. Even when I came back to the, sure. I was, I was in the hospital. They put me in the hospital. I was there for twelve days. Um, <clears throat> that's another reason why I feel as though I, I'm so confident about telling this stories because I was born on the, I was born on the twenty first of March. I'm an Aries, and I. <laughs> 21 back was 12 I, you know i just feels like it took me some time to to recollect on this but i feel yeah. as though i'm like meant to tell really tell this story whether it's like writing a a, a book about it or maybe it could be a, a movie because i did i i legit went through that whole truman show type of yeah, ordeal yeah. 
And no, I, that's I that's incredible, it, man. And whatever I didn't remember, I have it on that recorder to like. To yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, yeah. break some of that down. I'm not gonna play the whole thing because yeah. you have about an hour and change on there, right? But yeah, we'll definitely um, well, what I think I'll do is we'll get through this um episode, and then I'll have that as like a bonus at the end, so people can listen to it, so we don't interrupt this because your story is, it's pretty. It's it's powerful, man. Like this this is a lot, bro. I know it's a lot. And when it's you, like, I, I gotta ask a question. Don't get mm-hmm. mad at me for this. When you mm-hmm. went back to the depot that you were working at, the what? The depot, the, the office. The, yeah. Um, like your coworkers that watched you. When you went back to work that first day, did you um extend your hand and shake anybody's hand? And <laughs> what? <laughs> and and if you did, like, how did, was it fist bumps only? Like, how did that work, yo? <laughs> Yeah, probably people just wanted to do fist bumps. And uh, yeah, I remember, I, I remember coming back the the first day. It was like a month. It was even though I was in the hospital for twelve days, I didn't like. As soon as I came out, I didn't. As soon as I came out, I didn't go back to work. I was still yeah, yeah. out of work for like a, a month and change. Okay, and I had to use all my annual and um, and sick time too. Yeah. yeah, so I was out for a month and a half. I returned back to work like sometime like mid to late October, and I had wow, man. and I and I had a significant amount of weight gain on me because of the, the sure. The, it's most mostly for the Depakote and uh, yeah. this freak. They had me on an antipsychotic, which I was on for six months, which I couldn't stand. It's called Abilify. Wow, I've seen and, that commercial too. Yeah, I understand. I understand why they have me on on it because sure. what, I, what I did was considered, you know, like a psychotic episode. I get right, it, right. Um, but I hated that medicine because it made me. It just made me feel like like slow and like a zombie. That shit is whack, man. Yeah, and I I fought, and you were I, in a you were in a, a mental facility at this point, or were you no? In this like is a av- well, general hospital. It was um they had, they they put me into NUMC. I don't and, know what that means. Um, NUM, NUMC is a is a mental hospital in Nassau University East, Medical Nass- Center. Thank you. Oh, Nassau is that what U- it means? Yes, Nassau <laughs> University Medical Center. Yes. I'm an MC, yo. You Absolutely. see that? Yep, NUMC. Damn son. <laughs> yeah. So I remember being on like the uh, one of the close to the top floor and when I was it was it was a town over from the, the town where it happened in okay. Levittown so I was able to ah the red line town yeah even while I was in there <laughs> I was able to just like see like the the, the Levittown uh, water tower and just wanted to be back at work and wow yeah. man that's um, you know I worked in a psych hospital for five years mostly mm-hmm. with kids and you can adjust the mic if it's not comfortable no I just want to make sure that um Everything's good, good yeah, clear. Yeah. yeah, it's straight. I worked five years at a psych hospital, and the, you know, not to sound cold, I feel like I've told you this before, but I'm going there for work. Okay. You know, the people that are there, you know, while I make connections with them, when I leave, that's no longer there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more I got to meet, especially my kids, the kids that I was working with, but even some of the adults that were lucid enough to have conversations with, when I hear the stories that they have, it's like, yo, this this is a real person. You know, like, I I had to learn to not define this person by whatever they were in there for. Yeah. You know, and psychology in general, like, I got a psych degree. We talked about it. Did I study? No. But mm-hmm. I don't know shit. But I know I got a fucking debt. But that's all I know for that. Yeah. But either way, like, you know, I, I saw firsthand how people deal with different dramas, traumas from life, different... um. Chemical things going on. Yeah, that's the people in the hallway. Bronx, New York people. Um, so you you gave me a more real personal, because the people I worked with did communicate with me and they did talk with me, but I actually know you. 
you know, I remember going to clubs with you. Man. Yeah. I remember Sullivan's. I remember um Sullivan's. That was the name of it. Sullivan. Remember? Um, no, I was drunk, bro. I just went there. <laughs> I don't know. I remember being in. The, was it you? Was it? Oh, we're gonna bring. This yeah, we a, could go in. I know. This has nothing to do with the mental health stuff. But was it you or was it Tim? When um we was in the car. I was in the front seat with a certain young lady. Okay. And there was a certain young lady in the back seat. And I went home with both of them. Okay. Was that you driving or was that Tim? I think I might have. I think that was you. I feel like you said, oh, God. I feel like that <laughs> was you. Probably did, knowing me. <laughs> and I dropped the ball. Nothing happened that <laughs> knowing night. Knowing me, I probably did. <laughs> Nothing happened that night, yo. Yeah, so, you know, it's interesting. Like I said, I, I know you personally. Um, you are always a little um, eclectic, to yeah. say the least. So, yeah, eclectic. I, um, I can't even say the word properly. Um, enigmatic. I like to. Yeah, take, yeah. I'm like a. There was I like something to be enigmatic different word. about you. Yeah, you know and, and I and I embrace that. I embrace that difference. If I'm not mistaken. So. You had robes. Yes, right? I had robes. There was one time where I was walking yeah. through the hallway with a with a Chinese sword. For yeah, no, for what yeah. for what reason? Yeah. Who knows? Just for no reason. Just and you know you know what also made me um made me think at the time that, you know, perhaps you were on some type of medication or something mm -hmm. was the way you used to react to getting high. I've never yeah. seen nobody. So yeah. for me, I'm like, you know, yeah. there's, there's something a little, I've never seen nobody get that high. This is a big, big black motherfucker. We watching the ring and start, yo, I still got that video. Oh yeah, that, that movie scared the shit out of me. Grown man. The, Japan, the Japanese yeah, version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the phone rings. Grown man had you on a night vision joint. Grown man crying crying every time the phone ring bro and I'm like this ain't no regular high bro this, this dude's on something else man like and this is you was on your full workout shit so the, the guns was out bro yeah. like on the floor bro laying down like this looking at me yo looking at me in the camera I, I gotta find that yo if I can find that I'm putting that in the video Please, I, wanna, I wanna see it I bro, wanna see it big, yo I was like so to me I saw like a little bit of the clues mm -hmm. Um, I saw some of the um Again, I don't have any background at the time in anything in medical other than my mom, but I'm not, you know, I'm not dumb. I'm not dense. So I saw something was a little bit different, but um, nah, he was my guy, man. And, you know, you know, rocking you, smashing the beast, like, you know, all of these. Yeah. You did. I thought no, you were going to no, deny no, that. Wait, 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 wait. No, I, I didn't. I didn't fully. We were, we were about to. and It just, it, it did it. It did. I can't. Yeah. I didn't fully. What does that mean? You put like, like half of the tip in? Oh, the fact that you got that, she was a nice girl though. She was. She was but nice what the girl. fuck was I doing with her? <laughs> I mean, you had a couple that was. And you, actually, you no, had, no, you no. That pretty, was the main one. That was. Uh, you I, had some pretty, 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 pretty attractive girls though. Cal, um, yeah, well, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just see, yeah, yeah, see, yeah. 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 Um, she my, was hot. My, my she favorite was hot, one bro. was uh, the one on the first. I always wanted the the Egyptian one. You know, you know, the Egyptian. So her name starts with an S. First floor. No, I don't remember. Oh, second floor. No, she was on the first floor. No, because that was uh, D's room. Oh, she might have been. D's roommate was a. You don't know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I know her. yeah she was good. Yeah. She was on point. That was my biggest Because that was um, the friend with my work, with my uh, campus wife. Yeah, her roommate was. Um... I don't remember who her roommate. Oh, Dance Machine. I used to call it Dance Machine. I did I did hook up with um, your. Uh, can I. What kind of? Nah, because I don't know if they want that history. Is it, you, okay. you can tell me. The one, I, I'll the, it out. Uh, the, there was a room. At the end, oh yes, um, not 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 um, the, yeah, no, not a, um, no, the other one. What's her, oh god, yo, like, what's her background? I know she is. She was like Indian or something. Yeah, like that. I remember because yeah. um, 
I blank all these names out, but she was like, did you and Wendell mess around? Or what were you guys doing? Yeah. And she was like, no team. <laughs> what was her name? Yo? Yo, you beat? Huh? You beat? Yeah. Without a condom? And see, I knew to ask you. You yeah. nasty motherfuckers, man. She was cute. I don't remember she, too yeah, much. Yeah, she, she has some. It took some, it took some little bit of work, but yeah. So you went from a little bit of work to smashing raw? Yes. I don't get the psychology <laughs> of people, man. As horrorous as I was, like 4% was without a condom. Jeez. A. A, exactly. was the one I was scared of. A-I-D-S was the shit I was oh, scared no, of. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, thank God I'm clean and, you know, I've I mean, I done college, some naughty shit. There's a lot of people that took a bullet in college and there's a lot of people that went unscathed. Like I said, in college for me, I wasn't that bad. I hope this audio sounds good because I'm hearing a lot of, like, tinny shit in my I hope so, side. too. But um, either way, I'll be pointing it out because you killed this right here. You know what, actually? I'm going to end this here. You sure? Because. Do you have more? We're on hour 18, and um, I'm good. Like, I just want to make sure you're comfortable, you know? Um, Anything you want to leave? Actually, I did want to ask you a question. Go ahead. Would you or have you dated a woman with the same condition? Or a condition, a mental condition, period? I believe, I, I can't pinpoint it, but sure. I believe so. I, I That you have dated. I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say necessarily uh, bipolar. I wouldn't say that. But um, I'll, from now that I have like just insight, not just insight and foresight, but also just knowledge on the on a sociological social, sociological sociological level, psychological level. Yeah, I believe that I truly have dated women who might have uh, traits of possible uh, BPD. Borderline personality disorder. I dated one of those. NPD. And this this is one a particular one, one who sometimes I even considered that I wanted to be like a quote unquote soulmate vibe because I was dating her. the The intimacy was amazing. However, yeah, yeah. our community we had uh, we had faults with our communication. Sometimes it was with me. Other times it might have been on with her with the with the, the proper reciprocation. Yeah. And I remember there's a woman who I would I never I never did cheat on, and I, I felt as though even when we were not being intimate, and right, right. when I had thoughts of it, I was like, yeah, I was like, no, nah, I would even entertain that. So I said, I think we should go our separate ways because at that time, I wasn't I was dealing with cognitive depression, and the, the con- at that time that 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 kind of depression affects your memory. Okay, it affects how you process information. Right, and with that being said, there were there were, there were several times, and, and keep in mind, I wasn't medicated properly at that time. I wasn't taking any kind of antidepressant, and I could admit I was I was trying different outside out out of the market things. Ooh, okay. yeah, and like shit from the gas station, yeah. <laughs> like essentially. Yeah, this is one thing I try called Fenibut. Okay. It's not. It, it's not even like a pharmaceutical medicine. It's some. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's called. It's a. It's a type of nootropic. I was trying different things around the time when I was uh, dating this woman, and it did affect. It did unfortunately affect our, our communication towards each other. Right. And right. when it, when I was realizing that I was dealing with a type of depression that was actually affecting my cognition and affecting my listening skills, I, I, I understood that the woman was feeling frustrated. You know, with that, did and she that's, know? Was it a woman that knew what you um, yeah. were diagnosed with? Yeah, okay. she she knew. And okay, she knew, and and then I was the one that broke it off over the fo- over a phone conversation, saying, "I think, I think it might be best if we go our separate ways." I, I was I wasn't happy Damn. about it. I wasn't happy about it because I can see I, it in your face here. Yeah, because yeah. that that's a, and I she's she's you know if they're you know we all 
go through like things in life where we think like you know that person being the quote unquote one. You know, I, I kind of think of her as that person, but at the same time, now that I'm 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 good up here mentally and emotionally, and I have a yeah, lot of yeah. insight and where I can actually help other people, and I want to help other people respectfully. Right, right. Um, you know, and who who better to do it? Because you definitely have the um, you have the charisma, you have the um, the knowledge and the the will to want to help people, which is why I wanted to do this again because I think mm-hmm. you know you get a um. You can get somebody to listen to this, or maybe I can get somebody to listen to this. It's like, yeah, I didn't know how to, how to, how to express that, or wow, I'm feeling this too, or something like that. Which is the point of a lot of these things, and um, I thank you for that, yo, because that's tough. Because like I said, I I dealt with a girl that had um uh, uh borderline personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, she told me from the first date, you know, because. I don't know. I guess I'm just a little um, just aware of certain things. Like mm-hmm. we met, we hit it off like right away. Cool. But I um, I noticed like in my head, I'm like within an hour of talking, like something's a little different here. So I asked her. And, and how'd uh, you ask her? I don't remember. I'm about to say I don't remember because I didn't say, hey, so you know what mental problems oh. do you have? Like it wasn't nothing like that. But it was um, it was very well executed the way I asked the question because I was curious but I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable okay and she said yeah I have borderline disorder person uh, borderline per- that one BPD BD yeah, yeah. sometimes you if you said BDP you, not Boogie yeah, Down Productions um, borderline personality <laughs> yeah. disorder yeah and then there were times where I would see for the most part she was she was she was um um even but there were times where I saw like oh shit this is real this is real. And even to this day, like, she doesn't even talk to me, like, randomly. She just doesn't talk to me. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it is what it is. But I saw how that was. And then, again, me working where I worked at for that year and change, for those five years, excuse me, I told the story before. There was a girl, it was a young lady. I'll speed it up. I, went, I was on orientation. I went to an emergency. So, go to the emergency. And at this point, everybody has to come and from each unit and mm-hmm. try to get this patient to take the medication. Okay. So she was in such a state. Like her hair was all over the place. Uh, she wasn't trying. She was in the, like the seclusion room. Yeah. No, you know, you can't seclude them at the time. I don't think without an order, but whatever, right? Long, long story short, as you said a few times this this episode, long story short, she pulls out her tampon and uh, um, trigger warning. <laughs> she pulls out a tampon and sucks on it, throws it and says, now come give me the medication. I was like, oh, shit, this is what I'm working at, right? Fast forward uh, a couple of weeks, I am one-to-one with this lady now. I got floated. Okay. I didn't even realize it was her. The medication stabilized her. Her hair was done. We had a full conversation. Bro, this is a girl, if I met her outside, I'd have dropped the ring on her that day. Shit. I mean, everything. Beautiful, intelligent, um, great great communications, gorgeous, bro. Like, really beautiful, but like brown skin. And... I remember, it took me a while to be like, oh shit, that's the one from three weeks ago. Mm. So it, it, it kind of um goes to show you, you just don't really know. I think it's good to have that communication. And I also think what you do when you say you tell these women that this is what I'm dealing with, I think that's fair. I think that's, yeah. let the person know what you're getting into, what mm-hmm. they're potentially getting into. And I applaud you for that, because that can't be easy. It's not and I, I really appreciate you saying that because I've dealt with uh, and the reason why I'm taking a deep breath is because it's, it's obviously personal. I've dealt with 
people in my past who, you know, I've, I've told them that and it seemed as though that they're, you know, they're, they're willing to, to work with me. Sure. But when, when you, when you're dealing with someone, when you're dealing with someone who wants to like, maybe like throw out the quote unquote word victim at you. That's, like, fucked, that's up. fucked up. That's ignorance. Yeah, that's ignorance and, to the and, highest level. Yes, that's yeah. And so, or or playing victim when you're actually really you're not you're, shit. Dealing, you're yeah. dealing with something that's yeah, really yeah. fucked up. It's it's uh, you start that's you start. You, there's certain people who, oh, man, when they just show, when they show a blatant lack of empathy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not speaking on the way where, or I'm speaking on like, oh, like, oh, I need you to, like, I'm telling you, like, my problems, like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that I'm, I'm opening I'm, up, I'm opening up because I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to find solutions, right? You know, but right, when they right. throw like that, that victim word at you, that's, that's really that's fucked, fucked up, up. and, and you know, that's like, it's, it's just, and there's certain people who act who really, maybe I don't, they act purposely narcissistic, like, there's, there's, there's one thing being knowing that you may have. Narcissistic, look, excuse me, narcissistic traits. There's nothing wrong with having quote unquote some narcissistic traits as long as you're not using it to to yeah. pr- to promote ill will towards yourself or others. Right. You know, there's something called like like a healthy self love, and that that could that could portray like the in my opinion. Mm-hmm. In, I'm not saying this is a fact, mm-hmm. but in my opinion, I think there is a such thing as I might be banned by certain people like quote unquote healthy narcissism. Okay. Uh, in a healthy form. Sure. You know, just knowing that, knowing your worth, knowing what you, I don't, I don't want to say bring to the table. I hate that fucking term. I mean, that, that's been weaponized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Cause yeah. like, certain, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. you just, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta really know, know, not just know your worth, but know yourself. Sure. You know? Sure. And that's, um, that's, that's, you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here. Sure. So people that throw the victim thing out there, right? I'm sure. Yeah, I gotta watch how I say this. Yeah, I don't want to say I'm sure, but yeah, I say I'm sure. I'm sure there is a percentage of people who will use that to their advantage to get out of certain things and play the victim role. Exactly. Which at that time, so like, I'm trying to put myself in the position of somebody that's dating somebody or has a family member that has a certain diagnosis. I'm sure because you're not dumb, you mm-hmm. know. So you know, sometimes yeah, I fucked up, but yeah, let me yeah. use this thing. To to get out of this one. Yeah. And so I'm sure there are people that play victim and I'm sure that can be extremely frustrating to the person on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to play a little bit of devil's advocate here, but to say you're playing victim is kind of fucked up. Yeah. That's pretty fucked it's up. It's pretty fucked up. And it's a tough position and, and to certain, be in, man. There's certain people who have like uh, this is kind of like a side note, but it's it's kind of a sidebar that goes into it. From my experience, there's certain people who just kind of have like a a a sense of a sense of maybe Entitlement. Now, yeah. there's different types of entitlement. There's there's false entitlement, okay, and there's also, but there's also a sense of entitlement that that has earned. Like earned entitlement is sure. different from false entitlement, right? And I'm dope play, at what I do. This is, yeah, I'm good at this. exactly. Yeah, I'm good yeah. at this. Like you know, I, yeah, I've, yeah. I've earned it. I put my work Worked in really hard. Yeah, yeah. You put your if you put your work in, whether it's like school or a, a, um, a passion or something like that. Sure. Then, you know, speak speak your truth about it. it is what it is. Like like yeah. for me, I I personally put my work in. To have my my mental and emotional stability not just in, not just in check but like in a way where I could like check myself and and I I, wouldn't, I, I don't want to say check other people I want to say that yeah but enlighten them re- respectfully <laughs> yeah. enlighten or if, or if I or if, or if need be call a person out on some BS right yeah educating yeah, yeah. you know and I, I think that's important and I think that 
first of all, that requires you to have a certain level of accountability for yourself. Exactly. And humility. Exactly. First, you got to have integrity for yourself, accountability for yourself, and the other, humility, humility for yourself. Humility before you can big, like man. Exactly. And like when you're dealing with other people who don't want to have that within themselves or don't want to reflect, it's like, yeah. And like, I'm not even going to front. Even as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking about a certain particular person. And, but it's just, and it, it, it breaks my heart a bit. It does. Yeah, yeah. And that's why so it comes from a real place. No, I can tell. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I really, really appreciate you coming on tonight. Um, coming on the, oh God, my immaturity. Pause. My <laughs> immaturity is just, it's out of control. Yes, we grown, we grown. Yeah, I mean, some people said that um, men that play the pause game are gay. I'm not gay, yeah. it's just fun. I enjoy yeah. it, you know, and I'm not homophobic either. It's just a fun game. Yeah, we grew up We grew up on some camps. We grew up so on that, dip bro. Said, Yo, we love it. You, you know? can't change 35 years of how I've been because you now don't, you feel offended by it. So Exactly. I don't mean to offend anybody, anybody, but anybody that is not part of that community that gets offended and calls me a certain name, fuck off. That I hope offend you. Mr. Blackman, I'm so grateful you came on here. I'm only going to cut this short because we're on an hour and a half. And I don't want to make this like a Joe Rogan. I'm not actually Flo Rogan, you know, <laughs> um, but we'll have you back. And I would um, love to be back. I'd love to. 100%, man. I think you did some great work. Um, I want people, if you want to reach out to Mr. Blackman, you can reach out to me. I don't, I don't know if you want people to have direct access to you or if your Instagram, anything like yeah, that. Sure, why not? So I'll put that in the um I'll put that in the description. I'll tag you and um listen, there's nothing wrong, man, but um getting some help and realizing something might be a little bit off. That's the best word I can think of because I'm tired. <laughs> and can I just say one more thing to close out? Absolutely, go and for it. Man. The reason why uh we're in twenty twenty three now. Yeah. And um my my uh, manic like uh, manic episode slash ego death happened in 2019. But the reason why I think it's so important that I mention my conversation that I had with, with myself in 20, mm. in the year 2020, sure. high, high, keyword high side is 2020 is, is because that's this the year. Is like a number, man. No, no, no. I really, no when you, <laughs> that's, when you that's what I'm saying. When you go through something like an ego death and you actually, yeah, you actually yeah. remember it, that's why, that's why I think the way I do. I'm, I'm just process, saying how you're putting things together. Yeah. Hindsight 2020, 2020. Yeah, I process, yeah, yeah. I, I realize how I process certain yeah, yeah. things. I'm like, you'd but, be a um, dope MC. Hey, you don't even know. I'm, I'm about to. You said you don't even know. I don't face, know. Del face DiCaprio, baby. But anyway. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so what I was saying, like um, the reason why I mentioned 2020 is because six. This is six. I had a conversation with myself six months after. This is six months after I was out of the hospital, and mind you, I was back at work. Yeah, yeah. They had me on the the excuse me, <clears throat> Abilify, which was an antipsychotic, mm-hmm. but I was still I was still feeling um, I was still feeling sluggish at work. Yeah, I was feeling sluggish in the relationship that I was trying to work with that at that t- at that time, and yeah. even and I and we even we even went separate ways. On a respectful level, because sure. it wasn't working out, sure. and I, and I take most of the fault for that. I was that okay. ability had me just like, nah, it warped you. It warped yeah, me. So the re- so I had the conversation. Where I was like, listen, I had it with myself first. I'm like, listen, you have me. On, I, I'm on this antipsychotic, and I'm still still dealing with like the quote unquote depression. Right. I had to. This was a point. This was a point when I had to advocate for myself. Because the particular psychiatrist I was seeing at, at that time was was adamant about keeping me on the Abilify. I'm like, I'm like, no. She didn't want to do her work. Or he yeah, didn't and I was like, work. I was like, no. That's why I started. Yeah, I was that's like, whack. that's why I started looking up something on on my own. I, I, I looked up. I found Lexapro. Yeah, it's an antidepressant. I was like, you know what? I want to try that. This lady was like, no, no, no. I don't think it's a good idea because that'll probably that'll probably make you uh, quote unquote manic. Cause like their their fear 
was to not have another a, a, a repeat. Well, yeah, that's of, understandable. I, that's understandable. Yeah, I yeah. get it. But I was like being, I was like, listen, I don't feel comfortable taking this medicine that you guys want me to come back for once a month to inject me with. That's one thing I didn't feel comfortable with. Yeah, that sucks. So I, after three months, I was like, yeah, nah, like I'll, I'll try the pill. But even that, I was like, nah, I'm not feeling this medication. Yeah, I hear you. Like it's making me feel slow in my relationship yeah, yeah. at work. I was like, I'll, so I had to like advocate for myself to the point where I was like, you know what? If you're not gonna prescribe me this, I want I don't want to see you anymore because I'm telling you how I'm feeling at yeah, work yeah, yeah. and with my relationship and everything. I'm feeling slow and everything. Right. And I want to try antidepressants. So I was like, you know what? I can't I can't see you anymore. I told him I'm not taking this medication anymore. I would like an antidepressant. And that was when I advocated for myself. I I started taking a low dose. And I, I did it. I, I was able to get off get off of the route that I had the episode on. I got on another route for two years, did it really well while I was on that medication. Yeah. And and I was yeah. And you figured it. I mean, I figured it out. I, I feel as though I figured it out myself. There's so many examples of people who have advocated for themselves and went against what the doctor suggested and are better off. Exactly. I can tell you that working inside, um, I got the inside scoop on that. Yeah. You know. That's so. so I I hold myself at, at a respectfully at a high standard for that. That's what you call it, earned, earned entitlement. entitlement. Boom. Boom. Bars. I had to make sure I had the correct thing right there. Brother Blackman, thank you so much, man. We we really appreciate it, Joe. And, um, appreciate it, man. We'll definitely have you back. I'm going to give you the full cheer. I cut it off the last time. But, <laughs> I love um, it, man. I love it. Thank you. Yo, thank you for tuning in. I hope if you did, if we did have any technical difficulties, this was the first um video episode. This is the first time I've had to use it like this and as I'm looking at the video I'm noticing I'm looking hunched over. It's Mike is I might be low. a little bit too. Kinda well, practice having a straight back. We learn we that was crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we learn we learn and um I want to thank everybody that um has tuned in and everybody that will tune in and I hope this gives somebody an opportunity to speak out of I also noticed that I forgot to put this key light on so the lighting is not going to be as Fantastic as it should have been. Yeah. But Damn. We learned in here. Great episode. And um, thank you, Senor. Thanks, Mr. Everybody. Blackman. One Much more love, time. Man. You get the, Appreciate you, know. you, brother. Appreciate you, both. you Peace out. My name is Iron, a.k.a. What was it? Scarlet Bro Handsome. Let's go. Dante Blackman. <laughs> Peace.